And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hopefully you're having an awesome day. Today I want to spend uh, just a few minutes with you guys. I'm pretty pretty slam-a-jamma, pretty slam-a-jamma, but I realize it's been, once again, about a week, a little bit over since I've talked with you, and, uh, and yeah, it was, like, feeling itchy. I feel like I need to, need to do, need to do an episode, so, anyway, hopefully I'm having a great day. Today, I want to just kind of give you a, um, a bit of an update as to what we're doing and, uh, what's going on with just the Rebels brand and, and the big things that are on our mind right now. So um, first and foremost, I know I mentioned it in like, I think it was the last podcast or maybe it was one before that. I don't know, but I got emotional in it. I think it was the last one um, when I was talking about kind of officially ending the nomadic lifestyle and, um, you know, living somewhat normal again, um, having a house and, you know, having multiple cars and having an office and all this stuff. Right. Um, and it's real. Uh, I haven't, you know, I've definitely not fully accepted it yet. Um, not even close, you know, the first month that we were nomadic, you know, this is a year and a half ago at this point. Um, you know, I had a really hard time adjusting for the first three to four weeks and, uh, I did adjust and I started to really love the nomadic lifestyle. And, um, you know, now uh, it's a year and a half later, and we've uh, just moved in uh, two days ago to our new house in, in, in Southern California. Um, we got our office, and and uh, it's bittersweet. You know, it's really bittersweet, and uh, I'm not gonna kind of get into too much of that right now. It's not what I want to talk about today, but uh, you know, it's the nomadic life is is officially at an end. Um, we, for those of you that are brand new to the to the show, by the way. Um, we traveled and did like the, the the year year and a half abroad slash in the states living nomadic for a year and a half while we built our business and we uh, are, are well we just stopped officially um, for two reasons one is we uh, are in a are in a place where the the momentum in our business and the potential momentum going forward is so great that using up like 30% of our mental RAM capacity to figure out logistics, which you have to when you're traveling full-time, is not conducive to really do what we want to do in our business. And so 
um, you know, we've actually chosen to, you know, we kind of prioritized lifestyle for a year and a half. And now we're kind of prioritizing progress for this season. And to do that, it's a lot easier to stay in one place to have like, you know, your house is figured out, your car is figured out, you, you know, you, your logistics are figured out and you can spend the majority of your energy on progress, family, that kind of thing. Secondly, is we are officially four months pregnant with our first kid. And by we, I mean Ashley. Um, she's growing the baby. I just had solid aim. Um, so that's going to totally change things, right? And, you know, li- living in a completely different country with when you don't even know where you might stay the next week is not so great for an infant. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's another big factor as well. And when the kid is a little older, of course, we could do it again. But, you know, uh, during the infant years and the toddler years, you're, <laughs> you're not going to be a digital nomad. Um, or at least I don't want to be one. Let's, let me rephrase. So, yeah, um, it'll probably take me. I know my mind at this point uh, as well as I could. And it's going to take me probably four to six weeks to fully adjust, fully adapt and say, okay. So, um, so yeah, we've, we've, uh, so we're here. Anyway... So that's a big change, and I'd love to, you know, you kind of go to the last episode to kind of hear my emotions about it if you want more thoughts. Um, I might do another episode at some point, kind of digging through that um, some more. Um, fun fun stuff. Uh, later this week or next week, I forgot the date, but I'm actually having a really cool guy in this show, and i put him on, on the other show too. Um, he is the guy who... Uh, is really helping us with our investment strategy. So the money that we make in our business, you know, investing it properly. I, you know, the index funds and like, you know, very stable uh, stock market things are cool to me, but they're not my style really. Um, I like, I want to see my assets. I want to be able to touch them. I want to be in control of them. I'm not in control of the stock market at all, even though you can play the long game with an index fund and really have a lot of stability there. Um, I want... I want investments that I can control, which means real estate. And um, and there's ways to structure your cash so that it's protected against people trying to harm you. And then two, where you can use it for real estate um, and kind of almost double dip your own money, if that makes sense. So uh, it's a concept um, referred to by, this, by the company that he is, works with um, called a wealth maximization account. And uh, this guy that's going to be on the show uh, has, I, I don't know if he'll share, but he has quite a bit of um, uh, capital in these wealth maximization accounts himself. He's got a fairly sizable real estate portfolio, and I think he's still in his 30s. Um, it's pretty cool. So he's actually going to be on the show, and I think that would be really helpful for for this audience, because a lot of people, I mean, I know a lot of top earners, and most of them are complete buffoons with their with their money when they make it. Um, like, you know, we've been making good money for a lot less time than a lot of top earners. Um, but I know that if all income stopped, like if your if income totally dried up, and like some of these top earners' income totally dried up, even though they've been making a lot of money for a lot longer than us, like we could actually last longer than them, which is just funny um, because you think it should be the opposite, right? And uh, and so that being the case, I've just I've got a passion point to really, you know, educate people on financial handling your finances when you do make it because it's totally different um, than handling your finances when you don't have any. And um, you know, I am semi qualified, but you know, there's people that are way more qualified than me, and so we're bringing one of them on the show. So that's really exciting. That's coming up. Um, also, we're doing a, a really cool promotion um, starting this next week. So, uh, what's today? I'm recording this on a Monday. She's probably hear this by Tuesday or Wednesday. So, st- starting uh, 
Saturday, uh, wait, what is it? Thursday or Saturday, I don't remember the day. Starting Thursday or Saturday of this coming week, we're doing a promo, a really, really, really good promo for um, almost half off the Rebels recruiting system, which is almost as deep as our Black Friday discount. So for those of you that have been following us for a while, we literally have only done one promotion a year since we started Rebels. Um, and that was on, that's on Black Friday. It's literally Black Friday. It's the only one we do. Um, we're doing, we're going to probably still do the Black Friday stuff. I don't fully know, to be honest, just because it takes a lot of effort every year <laughs> to do that. Um, but, you know, Black Friday, I think we'll probably do something around that time. Um, and then, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to do, I don't know, we're kind of toying around with some stuff. Um, but I don't like the people that do like, well, I do, it's not, I don't like dislike them. I just don't like the idea of doing lots of promotions. Um, you know, I, I have multitudes of reasons for that, but we're going to do one promotion this upcoming week. So, uh, stay tuned if you're, if you're interested in the rebels recruiting system, um, and all that stuff. And maybe, maybe funds have been a barrier. Uh, we're going to do a promotion this upcoming week and I'll give you guys the, the URL once we have it and kind of explain it and that kind of thing. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, so that'd be cool. And then the last update is we are, well, the last update is the fact that it's getting cloudy right now, uh, in Southern California, like right as I'm saying this. So it's been sunny all morning and there's like a big poopy cloud right over my head right now. So it's going to be going to be California cold, <laughs> which is still Chicago warm. Um, so last update is we're actually considering bringing on a partial partner. Um, well, l- let me rephrase that. It's a full-blown partner. It's just, uh, you know, they get a piece of the business, not like literally half, but uh, they get a, a portion of the business. So I'm, I, I said partial partnership, but it's literally a, a legitimate partnership where we're giving a portion of the company or considering giving a portion of the company to them um, in exchange for, of course, their (laughs) 100% devotion. (laughs) Um, So it's a a person that we are very, very aligned with uh, morally, spiritually, mission-wise, and they also harbor um, a a set of skills that we are uh, very much desiring. you know, I am very much the visionary. I, uh, my biggest problem is I am also, I can execute pretty well. Um, and that's a problem for a lot of entrepreneurs. They are visionaries and they can execute. And when you can do that kind of thing, vision and execute, you can get stuck in this cycle where you're constantly executing things that you shouldn't be. And, um, so I've been keeping my eyes out, eyes open for a long time for who could that be? You know, who could we partner with? You know, Ashley is that partner now, and she always will be. Um, But like external to us, can there be a third? And I think we may have found that person. Uh, This person is an excellent, excellent copywriter, which is really good because that's the one skill that, you know, I literally do all of in our business. Um, I have people that help frame the copy, but then I go back through and comb it and really spruce it up and change a lot of it. And this person is, uh, very, very good. Um, you know, uh, I would be, I'm at a very high trust level, uh, with them, you know, writing an entire piece, um, and, uh, and would feel good about that. <clears throat> um, 
they also bring some complementary skills in the uh, in the tech oriented in the tech space, which is quite an odd mix um, that they have. But uh, there's a uh, there's a tech side that they bring to the table, which I don't bring. Um, and again, my kind of Achilles heel in this area is that I can learn it and I have learned it and teach myself it, and then I can go do it. Um, but it just it's not smart for me to do that. But this person can do it, and he can at least go hire it out and know what he's looking for, type of thing. Where I don't. Um, and the last thing is someone, um, this is a person that is not afraid to, he, he's able and not afraid to, to challenge me and to make me sharper, which is good. So, you know, a lot of people, um, and I don't say this in a, a demeaning sense at all, but you know, when you're, when you're kind of the, the face of, of your brand, um, I find a lot of people don't challenge me, um, because, if I say it, it must be true. Like, I'm, I hope you understand what I'm getting at here. But if I say it, it's true, right? Or it must be true. He's not combative at all. In fact, he's, I'm probably the more combative one. So he's not combative, but he, if something doesn't make sense to him, he'll say it. He'd be like, actually, could you explain that again? And um, that's really good for me because sometimes I could be like, oh, let's make a plan. Boom, boom, boom. Let's do this and let's go. And... I'm generally the person in a relationship that will stop someone and say, that doesn't make sense to me. Can you re-explain that? But I usually don't have someone in reverse doing that to me, um, especially in our business because I'm generally the most knowledgeable one in the room about our business um, and even about our niche. Uh, I'm not saying in the world, but in you know generally in the room that we're in. And this person has the capacity to, you know, be a person that can bounce, I can bounce ideas off of and me and actually can bounce ideas off of and have a, a mastermind effect. And, you know, a lot of people have the capacity for it if they were just, if they had more, more longevity in their niche, but they just don't, um, where this person does. So anyway, we're considering that. Um, and, you know, obviously we're putting a lot of thought into it, uh, a lot of prayer into it because at the end of the day, like, you know, partnerships are one of those topics that, you know, they're a lot of times the catalyst to an entire business, just going from, you know, where it's at to just exploding in a good way. And also it's the catalyst a lot of times to exploding in a bad way, like burying the business. Um, a partnership is formed and it, someone gets screwy and thing goes under or thing becomes a shell of what it once was. Um, and so there's some fear there for sure. Um, you know, that being said, uh, you know, we're, we're just being very diligent in our prayer, very diligent in our preparation um, in every sense. And, uh, and you know, just trying to make the right moves because at the end of the day, we're trying to impact the most amount of people. And, you know, from a financial standpoint, right now we have 100% of Rebels. We own 100% of Rebels. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's at a certain point, right? But if we could own a slightly less percentage, but it got 10 times bigger, like if we own, you know, let's say 20% less, just throwing numbers out, by the way, if I own 20% less, but the business gets 10 times bigger, well, 80% of 10 times bigger is better than 100% of 10 times smaller, right? Um, and then you have the impact scenario where you're just impacting an exponentially larger number of people, which is what we're here for. You know, we don't get to take money into the next life, um, but we, our legacy does live on through people that we touched here. So anyway, those are just some, uh, some things that are going through our head, what we're thinking about, praying about, stuff like that. Um, we are, from, at this point, we are moving forward with the trial run of the partnership. Um, so this person is uh, within probably seven to 10 days, 
I imagine, will be starting um, uh, this trial run. So essentially, they're going to uh, receive a piece of the revenue after or the piece of the profit um, that we agree on over this trial period, but no ownership in the company. And then do that between three months and six months. And, uh, and then at that point, you know, kind of either say, you know what, this isn't the right, this isn't the right thing or say, you know what, this is the right thing. And, uh, and then we essentially start, uh, giving equity to that person. Um, so we're going to officially start that within seven to 10 days within the next seven to 10 days, we're going to get together and spend like two days together and kind of game plan how we, uh, utilize these next few months most effectively with us. So anyway, um, that being said, I really hope to, uh, continue to serve you at the highest level. And I hope to be, you know, honestly spending more time with all of you because at the end of the day, the place that I could be most effective in the business at this stage right now is delivering really valuable content to you guys and, you know, making amazing like systems, thinking up amazing systems and, uh, things that you can utilize to grow your business better. That's where I can be most effective, not building out the back end of this and that and not closing high value deals and that kind of thing. And that's a lot of the stuff I'm doing now. Right. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so the hope is that we can just, you know, serve you at, at that much of a, of a, of a higher level. So anyway, that being said, um, uh, keep it, keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears peeled for the, uh, promotion that's going to be going on, uh, this coming week. Um, and, uh, I think that's about it. So anyway, hope you all have an amazing day. And, um, if you found value in this show, do me a favor, leave a review and a rating down below. That'd be fantastic. It'd be super, super appreciated and helpful. We'd love you for that. And, uh, hopefully you all have a great day and we'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks. (laughs) 